ready? I got throwbacks. Hell yeah, dude. I I mean, I love hip-hop. I love reading Tate and all that music, but that should stick as the intro for life. Oh, my God. I mean, we'll have to, <laughs> those guys will probably tell me I'm a huge dork for playing it, and I don't care about that. That would be the perfect uh, intro oh, song for this podcast. That is so money, dude. It's seriously the best WWF entr- entr- entrance ever. As far as a song goes, for sure. Like, I mean, you could argue the like the glass breaking for Stone Cold is like more iconic or whatever. But as far as an actual theme song goes, oh, fire, dude! Oh my god, yeah. No, I I randomly came across it today on Twitter or something like that, and I just I was like, oh, this has to be the intro today. That and the NWO Wolfpack is a great one. (laughs) Yes, just just with the howl to start everything. Yeah, yeah, that's great stuff. That that threw me way back there. Yeah, we. I figured we we try something a little different here since uh, <laughs> since the the music experts aren't uh, with us tonight. So uh, you got your boy Q and Dog. We're uh, we're breaking down. We are on NBA Draft Eve, so uh, we're gonna rock a little NBA centric podcast here and really get into what has been uh, a crazy last what week here um, <laughs> in the league. Like it's amazing. They're they're rivaling the NFL for being relevant all the GD time. Yep, and I swear that's I followed this guy on Twitter that uh, is all NBA worldwide wob, and he uh, he oh uh, I follow. Yeah, he's great. He's but he claims that the NBA offseason is just one one big drama series that's better than the regular season. You know what? It, it probably is. <laughs> Honestly, I think it is just because they do such a good job of like leaking just enough rumors and you know <laughs> things like that, and uh, he, you know all this other kind of stuff. Like even like we've already had a couple of big moves that we'll get to in a minute here, but then like. It, like right now, as we lead up to the draft and free agency and what a week and a half, two weeks here, like, uh, it, like there's a new like rumor every single day, every day. And the best part is the players kind of get on it too. And they'll start tweeting like those eye emojis and Kuzma uh, did it right before the news broke on the AD yeah, trade. I know <laughs> he obviously knew. Yeah. Someone, I mean, obviously it was probably leaking through the organization a little bit, but yeah, he deleted that. And then out of the Kumpo posted the eyes and <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great. Pat These Beverly guys was saying stuff. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's great. Well, so here, let's start with that then. So AD goes to the Lakers. I mean, again, it's a uh, what is it? It's an agreement. It you know technically won't get finalized until July sixth, I believe, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that's um, July sixth. Yep. Yeah. So, but I mean, basically, it's you know, it's it's Lonzo, it's Hart, it's Ingram, and it's three first rounders, including the number four pick this year for AD. Um, they don't technically, I guess the Lakers technically don't have any guarantee that, uh, he re-ups, but he's made it pretty well known that he plans on, you know, re-signing, getting yeah. the max, that kind of thing. But, um, what were your initial thoughts when you saw the trade go down? Um, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was if you're one of those guys that does NBA league pass and picks a team, pick the new Orleans Pelicans. Cause they are going to be fun to watch. They may not be good. But holy shit, are they going to have some highlights? 
Have, I like uh, that. That's Rondo. that's not the that's yeah. not the take I thought you were gonna go with too. That most people would have gone with the uh, like, oh, the Lakers are the favorites, you know, da da da. Like, no, I like that. That the New Orleans is gonna be fun to watch. They are. They're gonna be great to watch. They're gonna be a terrible shooting team, which isn't good in today's NBA. They have zero shooters. But when you run out Drew Holiday, Zion, uh, Ingram, Ball, and I think they still have uh, what's his name, Julius Randle. I believe is he is he I thought he was like restricted maybe yeah he might be restricted I don't know I thought he said I thought they gave him a two-year deal I'm not sure okay. but that's a starting five you run small I mean you got you got size but you're you don't have you know height but holy shit they're gonna be able to get up and down the court yeah no that they'll be a ton of fun to watch and then it'll be interesting to see what they do with four here yeah I, what are they gonna do I mean, every the last day and a half here, it sounds like there's at least a half dozen teams that want to move up. Yeah, and I, I would just hold a ransom over the pick. Someone likes Garland. You know, that <laughs> someone is going to like Garland that much. Rosa. Gonna, well, I saw the Wolves. If they move yeah. up, they're going to give up a Kogi, Saric, and the 11th. I mean, okay, so we're jumping way ahead on my list of topics, sure. but let's just jump. No, let's just jump in. That's fine. Okay. Um, I feel like you have to, though. Like, uh, Tate and I were at beatups yesterday talking about this. Like if we wanted to go to, from 11 to four, like, what can you give up? Like the, the easy answer would have been Wiggins, but they don't want that contract. They're going, they're going the opposite direction. They don't want to accumulate money. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. There's a, I guess there is only so much. I just, to me, it just seems weird. And I don't, the reason I don't love doing that a is Sarich is one of the corner pieces of the Butler trade, which you thought you got some good assets back. And I thought we I think we picked right with a Kogi where we, we did. I think he's a good, I think he's a legitimate fringe starter. Um, I'm going to go opposite of you. And I'm going to say, if that's the deal, I like it. If it's Sarich, Okogi and 11, um, only because of this, I think Okogi is limited in his ceiling. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, he's a good energy guy and we don't have a lot of that on this team right now. Um, and his, I mean, his shooting got better, but it was still, I mean, what did he he's shoot? Shooting. Like 29% or something yeah, garbage like that a, by the he's end not of the year. A shooter by and again, he's 20, so it can get better. I get it. Yeah. But, um, if Garland really is the deal and I mean, everybody's talking about that, like before he get hurt his knee, he was, I think, uh, NBA draft.net had him as like the two or three pick coming into the college season. Yeah. In, uh, draft. Think, uh, yeah. I think uh, coming into the year, that's, I mean. I think realistically, if he plays the whole year, what I've read is that he would have been ahead of Morant pretty easily. Yeah. Oh, real easily. Morant made a big name for himself. Like it was, I think coming into the college season, it was like Barrett one, uh, yeah. Garland two. Yeah. And then Zion, obviously, and there, nobody really knew what the hell he was going to do, obviously. Yeah. Exploded. And then he but just, you know, yeah, set the world you, on fire. Is that who you would want then at four? I think so. Well, I mean, because basically all you do is you, if you trade up to four, you just let the Knicks make their decision if they want Barrett or if they want Garland, and you take the other one, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I've – yeah, hell – I mean, if they ended up going Garland and then we moved up to get Barrett, I'd be stoked. Cause I, Ooh, I, I still think – I'm going to go on record and say he's going to end up being the best NBA player in this draft. They, I, hey, dude, I'm with you 100%, bro. I'm I'm same way. I'd – he got overlooked. He, he's a better all-around player than Williamson. And I his think. game I, translates to the NBA better than Zion's does and things like yes. that. And that doesn't – I'm not ripping Zion. He's going to be good just because he's so freakish. I mean, the guys – I mean, he's what? He's basically the bronze size, isn't he? 6'7", 260. Zion? Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, I think he's bigger than that, though. I think he's like six seven, like 285 or 280. something. 280. Like yeah, so I mean, I don't think I worry about him, honestly. He, I don't think so because I think he's just a good, he's a good kid. It seems like all of his interviews, he's pretty, you know, level headed. I just, I, I can think see he'll him be getting fine. To be like big baby, can't you? Just being like yeah, 310 no. pounds. Well, that's the one thing he has to be careful of. Like, I, I think he's going to be fine. I just, I mean, and I get the hype, I do, but like, Man, I just I don't know what he does in the league because he more or less has to play like almost a three or like a small four. Yeah, he plays a three four. The only thing I have a problem with is in today's game you got to be able to shoot the basketball, and Adenakupo showed that he can't shoot. And then when they put Kawhi on him, he was super ineffective in the playoffs. Oh yeah, and they didn't double. Yeah, yep. Kawhi just locked him down. He just gave him two feet and said, "Hey, you hit five threes on me, great. You beat me." But he never he never did. Yeah. No, uh, I read an article today. I forget what it was, the website it was through, but uh, they were trying to do some like comps for Zion. And the first one they gave was Draymond, and I thought that was a solid comp. Yeah. Like a, a little bit more, a more athletic version of it, but like yeah. Draymond's an undersized four, essentially yeah. playing the three. I think Zion gets uh, overlooked on it. He's solid defensively and uh, passing the ball. He's really good. Really good. And he's a great rebounder. I mean, yeah. he's on the shit out of the ball. Um, um, but I, th- I thought the best comp, Charles Barkley. Yeah, that's like I saw, a taller Charles, Charles Barkley. Yeah, that's kind of what he's going to probably be. He just kind of play the bully ball. And that's what Barkley did. And then just have the mid range. Barkley yeah. shot threes kind of midway later in his <coughs> career. But, right. Uh, early. I mean, yeah, that's what it was. It was bully ball. Yeah. Because the only other one I saw that even made sense is obviously the one that everybody's making is the Sean Kemp comparison. Yeah, I like that too. Someone I saw someone on Twitter just uh, one of the NBA guys compared him to Griff Blake Griffin. I've heard that one too. I I feel like he's more athletic than Blake is though. Yeah, I think he is too. And Blake, I mean, I mean Blake can jump out of the gym. We get that. Yeah, we never. I don't know what you're gonna establish either. I didn't. I never thought Blake Griffin would be shooting three pointers. Right. Are you? No, God no. <laughs> Coming out of college, are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. That's you never know what these guys. I thought Towns was never gonna. I mean. I never saw that coming. I know the NBA guys did that were good at that shit, but like in college, he never stepped out. All, he was a low post back to the basket player. Period. Yeah. No, it'll be it'll be real interesting. So so to to circle this back, so the the Lakers give up all that. Uh, like we said, like what could be like a fun Pelicans team, even though they can't shoot, but could be a fun team to watch. Um, who is the Lakers' fourth best player right now? I looked at their roster. I mean, they're trying to get rid of everybody because they're well, because they're trying to get up to what that thirty-two million number. Yeah, trying to get another max deal guy. I don't know who that's going to be. I guess I mean I think they're shooting for uh, Kyrie and uh, Kemba, but who knows what they can't get both. No, and Kyrie's a flipper flopper. You never know what the hell he's going to do. And dude, I think Kemba likes Charlotte. Kemba loves Charlotte. Right. He said he would take less money to stay in Charlotte. Exactly. So I don't really see him leaving. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's the Lakers and you have AD and LeBron. So if you want to win a title, <laughs> if you're well, desperate, I would sign there. And if there's one thing LeBron's good at is he can like he can work that PR magic. He's he's really good at getting in people's ears and like letting them know like, hey, no, we got this. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be in Space Jam too? come to L.A., bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. No. And the deal, I, I looked at it even more today. Um, I think the Lakers, you know, being the. Be the prime time they are. They had they had to do it. They they need to get good quickly because I think their fan oh, yeah. base is turning on them quickly. Which that's just what they do there. Well, you you signed arguably the greatest player in the history of the NBA and you missed the playoffs. 
Yeah, I know. That's I mean, I'd be and in out. L.A. That's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would have been I would have been pissed if Jimmy Butler that year we got him, we missed the playoffs. I would have been upset. Right, right. Can you imagine what they're going through. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They I mean they need guards and they need shooting. But that's what I said they're gonna get some. They're gonna get some of those, uh, you know, 34, 35 year old guys that are chasing a ring. They're that the Ron gets those guys all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I mean, the Kemba one. I guess it makes sense. I just, I don't see him signing there. Like, I, I think he re-ups with Charlotte. Like, I don't, I don't see that one happening. And I, I don't see any of the other big names going there. Like, I don't. I, I think Kawhi either. Like, what the odds are? Like, basically, he stays or go to to the Clippers. What do you think he's gonna do? I think he stays. How do you not? I mean, th- I mean, just I mean. They have a good team. Clearly, they just won the damn title. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to lose and like, anyone. But how bad does that affect your PR if you like come in for one year, win a title, and then run away? Like that looks I bad think, too. I think it does too. I don't, he kept saying he's just weird. Like, he's he's just a, a super weird dude. Individual. And I like him. Oh yeah. I'm a huge Warriors fan when it, when LeBron's not in the finals, so I was cheering for Golden State. But I like. I, mean, I have no problem with Kawhi. I, I got to respect his game, but. How do you just go there for one year, win, and then just dip? I'm like, yeah, that feels that. that feels like shady. Like I, I think even like his agent would be like, nah, let's not do that. Even if he only signs like instead of going for a max deal, like even if he just signs like a two year deal or something, you know, it's something. Yeah, sign like the Durant did. Do the one and one. Do the yeah, you got you at least have to be in the arena when they hand out the rings next year. Yeah, yeah, I know. It'd be so weird if he left. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I keep seeing the Clippers high, like the odds are high on them. They're but like, like their fourth favorite. But like, why? That's the other thing I don't get. Like, I mean, us as casual NBA fans, I look at the Western Conference. Like, even with you know, we know Clay and KD are out for most, if not all, of next year. Yeah. But even still, you, I mean, you have you know, a pretty balanced, stacked uh, top five or six teams in the West. You know, you've got the Rockets. You've got. I mean, the Warriors, even with just Clay or with uh, Steph and Draymond, are still potentially a playoff team. Yeah, I think um, they're like as five. I think they're gonna. I think they'll make it. I think yeah. they'll be like a six seed. I think they'll win like forty-five. And and you've got. I mean, games. you've got the Lakers. You know, the Spurs always find a way. The Nuggets are good. The Jazz just traded for Conley. Like, there's yeah, Blazers. I mean, yeah, exactly. The East, there's that could be back six... to the shitty East. I mean, you know, Celtics are losing Kyrie Horford opted out everyone thought he was gonna butler left the sixers he's gonna restructure so but he's now he came out and said his his agent saying he wants to sign multi-year elsewhere so that makes the boston you know who knows average well and they're gonna lose rosier too they're gonna lose rosier this the sixers don't have tobias or butler locked in they're both free agents yeah why would you not stay in the east like it's almost like the lebron plan like you're guaranteed a a finals run almost yeah or at least at least in the eastern conference finals and really, what are they? If I mean, they, who are they going to lose? I don't even. I don't know, like Gasol situation. But Lowry's back. Siakam's only going to get better. Yeah, and he's on his rookie deal, so you're fine yeah. there. Uh, that OG Ananobi is going to be back, and that makes him better. Van yeah, Fleet's could... still there. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't get why he would leave. I. And as long as they're offering him, you know, the same money, like that, it seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah, but these guys love to like build brands and things like that. But like, I don't see Kawhi having a brand. He's fucking New Balance. Yeah, he he wears New Balance, and yeah, like he can't even like speak in public. Like, yeah, he can't why why go to L.A.? Why go to like the biggest like market like that? Like, just stay in yeah. Toronto and just dominate. 
Yeah, I think so, too. Cause, I mean, uh, realistically, dude, if he stayed there for three or four or five years, whatever it is, they might win two or three titles. It's very, I mean, next year especially, it's, it, it would not shock me if they go back-to-back next year because of the Warrior injuries and things like that. And, like, I don't have any faith in the Rockets doing anything. That's such a dysfunctional team. No, not, not at all. The, the West, the, Lakers and Nuggets, I would think, probably are my And even the Nuggets, like, if... Well, first of all, like that would be like a nightmare scenario for us as fans. If it was a Nuggets Raptors final next year, yeah, the NBA would be very upset. Yeah, but if it was Lakers Raptors and Kawhi's, you know, going for title number two, and this that'd be and great. Going to back to back, and you have LeBron back in the finals, and this and that, that'd be great. Yeah, I think that would be epic. I I, I personally want to see LeBron versus Kawhi. Like Ky- LeBron still has a couple good years left, but in Kawhi's prime to see. See how just see how he matches up because we really, really right. haven't had that battle in the playoffs, so we never have. Right. I'd like to see that, but yeah, I don't know the AD and LeBron. Obviously, I mean, it's tough. This tough not to like the combo, right? I was I was reading <laughs> some stuff about it today about like when they start running a little pick and roll with those two at the high <laughs> yeah. post or whatever. Good luck. What the hell are you gonna do? <laughs> good luck. I don't know. I would sign like I know Reddick's a free. Just sign shooters. You need and that that's okay. So you led right into my next topic then. So like for me, if I'm the Lakers, I don't go for the one guy. I don't go for the Kemba. I don't don't go for the. I go lower tier. You know who I think is perfect for that team? That's a free agent right now. Who's that? Patrick Beverly. Yeah, what's they? That's someone said. Someone tweeted at Beverly. uh, It was a night or two ago, and they're like, Lakers waiting on you, Bron. He wrote back. He's like, that's what I hear. Crazy, huh? I don't know. They must want him. Dude, I mean, you get a guy like that that can run the point and just oh, be God. locked down defender and just that little bit of a, that barking dog, if you will. Dude, like, I think you would fit with LeBron would love him. Oh, LeBron would love him. And just to have that guy that can defend and, like, have that little bit of an edge like that and, like, hell oh, yeah. my, it doesn't need the ball. That's yeah, the thing. Hell yeah. They, like, you don't want to sign one of these guys that's ball centric. Like, you can't get Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler doesn't fit with AD and LeBron. He needs the ball. Correct. Like yeah, Kemba kind of needs the ball too. I know that's and Ky, him and that's Kemba and Kyrie don't. I don't know. I mean Kyrie won one of the Bryant's. They were just so good that year. Those two. It, I it, could see. I, I could see Kyrie more than any of these other dudes, to be honest. Yeah, I, I could see him too, just running back to LeBron. I mean, he already called him during the season and apologized. See, and I've that. and I've heard conflicting reports on that. Like sometimes I've heard that they're back, they're cool, they're fine, and then other reports are like, no, that was all made up. You know, <laughs> you never which, know what to, that's there's so much shit going on in Twitter, you know, like, well, it's, re, it's realistic. But, NBA but at guys, the same time, know what's right but at the same time, girl, the fuck up. Like they don't have to like each other to go play ball. I know. I played I hoops with a lot of dudes that I did not like, but we could play ball. Correct. And I, I think there's a lot of that in the NBA, don't you? I mean, there's a lot of guys that don't love each other. They don't well, look at the wolves. The yeah. The entire Jimmy Butler situation. Those guys hated each other and we still went to the playoffs and. I mean, we got taken out in five, but still. Yeah, but we were the three seed until Butler got hurt. We could have exactly. been the four seed that year. It exactly. probably would have been. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, they don't need to like you. And they, no, they're I, probably fine. Tate, Tate's going to uh, make me say this because he, t- he uh, Tate can't be here tonight. He's got softball. But he, uh, he, he likes the idea or heard the idea, something like that, of uh, Derrick Rose going to L.A. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, I mean – for them, though, again, I think he'd be more like a second unit guy because he needs the rock, too. He does. And that's where that's where I'd almost be like, then sign. Like, if you're like we were saying, if you don't get the the one big max contract, what if you go get Beverly and Rose and like 
you know, like you said, Reddick or like one other, like get a few of these guys in that smaller range like that. And you run Beverly as a starter to like do everything. But then, yeah, like you said, like you give LeBron a breather and let Rose take the ball. Yeah. It's, I mean, I would, I would go for four, you know, three, four, five guys spread out over the way. I mean, you have enough firepower. You have fucking LeBron and AD on the same goddamn team. Well, and if, if they do manage to move some of these contracts here, uh, that's the thing. Can you imagine the stress being in the Rob Polinka and these guys in the Lakers front office? Like the draft is tomorrow. They I need know. to also like get rid of these three contracts that everybody knows they need to get rid of, but so nobody's going to give a <laughs> shit for it. And then, and then on top of that, free agency starts July first, but that Pelicans trade is going to go through July sixth. So you have five days in that window to like whatever free agents you want to sign, you have to sign in that window because once the AD trade goes through their cap money, if they move these three guys, which is a huge if, it goes from yeah. 32 to 23. And that's huge. That's a huge difference. Yeah, that's a huge difference. Like they're gonna I, be, haven't, I haven't looked at all the free agents, but I know there's a ton I haven't of seen them all of them, but like mid-level guys too. I did yeah. see you were you were talking about Horford earlier, and they're like, "Oh, Lakers are one of the favorites to sign him," and I was like, "Why?" Yeah, well, they need guards. What, what are they going to? He I doesn't mean, I guess, What is he going to do with but, LeBron and AD? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And the question is, I haven't heard anything. I don't know if you have, but where is he going, or where is he planning on going? I don't know. Apparently, they said his agent thinks that he can get a multi-year deal worth more than whatever Boston's offering, or something like that. I guess, but like, I, I just I keep asking who. Like the yeah. Hawks? <laughs> well, I know that's so why I went through teams and looked and things that I read that he was his agent came out and said, No, he's not restructuring here. He actually's looking to go elsewhere. Like he wants out. I looked around, I'm like, he's he'll probably he'll be I think he'll sign with a team that's you know projected to win like thirty games and just take money you know, take the money, I guess. He doesn't seem like that type of guy though. You know what's gonna happen? He's gonna go to Brooklyn with Kyrie and that's gonna be like <laughs> yeah. the worst combo of all time both topics lead to oh that'd be great if they went there on one dog this fan be so pissed oh it'd be hilarious if they went there and lost yeah it would and they probably would i don't i just don't i know brooklyn wants Kyrie, but i wouldn't want that guy he's not he's no leader and i mean not i mean it's it's rolling the dice a lot but man d'angelo was really good this year he was great. I heard the. Well, I seen the wolves kind of in on him, kind of. Well, they? so apparently that's Cat's boy, like real. That's his boy, and they have the same agent and this and that. So he wants us to sign him big time. Really? Well, I saw the Hornets want Wiggins badly. You can have him. I know. That's I. I I've read that to was jams. Like yeah, like a little. ESPN guy, I'm like, if he's saying this, there's got to be see talk. Get rid of him now. Like, what, 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 if they I mean, want him, I don't what even pick do they have this him. year? Do you know? I don't even know, but I would move him so it's just, I don't hate him. I didn't, he, I don't know. He bothers me. I don't hate him, but it frees you yeah. up with just doing stuff in the future. I was going to say, if, if he wasn't making cat. whatever, like the next four years at like 125 or whatever he is, like, if he was on a better deal, I'd be like, no, I'll keep him. I think maybe you can unlock him. You know, maybe Saunders can figure something out. Da, da, da. But as much, he's burying our salary cap and he's very average. 
Yeah, you, and you can't. Yeah, it's the things you do. You're so strapped right now. You can't do anything really. That's the worst. Is we have a below average non playoff team that doesn't have cap room. Yeah, it's, I mean it's the worst spot to be in the NBA because we're gonna win like with this roster we'll win like what thirty five games thirty. Yeah, I think they max whatever. at forty. Maybe forty. Yeah, and that yeah, won't get, get you get in. you in. No, forty five is a minimum in the West. Yeah, and then you're picking fifteenth again. It's just, we're gonna. Yeah, that's the other thing. We're stuck in. Yeah, you're right. We're stuck in that like bottom of the lottery too. Like we're not even like, hey, next year we can get guy X at the third pick. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, no, we're we're in a bad place. Terrible place. I, oh, I don't know. I'd, if they do that trade with uh, the Pelicans and move to four, we should tell them, hey, you got to take the dang contract or the fucking team. Back See, that's that's the thing that I want there too. Like, I don't like I said, I didn't mind the idea of the Sarich Okogi eleven for four. Like, yeah. I'm really honestly okay with that. Um, but yeah. yeah, like it should be like, no, here you get either Sarich or Okogi, and you have to take Dang. <laughs> exactly. Because you got to take. We're giving you a lot there. You got to take something, especially yeah. Okogi's super young. That, I'm surprised that, they would want Okogi though, because isn't he like? Essentially, exactly the same as Ball, Hart, and Ingram. Yes, I, dude. I, I mean, again, they'd be great defensively. I have a lot of def- <laughs> They can't shoot, but they can defend and rebound. But right. Yeah, that, that's all. They have all the same player. Yeah, but at the same time, like if you're the Pelicans, like is 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 it worth it to you? Like again with that four pick, like they could just take, you know, Garland or Barrett or whoever is there that's and roll with their young team and just if, go. Yeah. But like, kind of wondering too. I does it make your team better to go eleven and whoever you pick at eleven? I don't, you know, and we'll get to that in a second here. But um, whoever you pick at eleven and like, say it is Sarge and Gorgie. Like, okay, Gorgie, they need some front court help, fine, but he's an average front court player at best. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, know. I, just, I don't see a scenario where it makes sense where we're going to move up. The the trade I heard that actually kind of makes sense uh, is that uh, we want to go to six. Doogie was talking about it. And then take Kobe White. Yep. I, I love that. I, I like him. So I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for that. You probably have to get less, right? Yeah, exactly. It's way less to get to move up to there. So there you're looking at 11 plus you know, say, I don't know, Teague or, you know, something to that effect. Yeah, even if you do one of those guys, Sarich, Kogi, Teague, one of those guys plus 11 to move up to six and get Kobe White, yeah, count me in. If he's there, though. Yeah, I know. He could go five. He could go five. He should go five, let's be honest. No, I don't think he will. I, too, I, I, at least right, there's too many people that love Garland. That's that's what I was going to say. There's like four or five teams that want to move up to four just to get Garland. Yeah. So that he, it, it just and is. someone's good. It's going to have to be like, uh, can, if that was a trade you wanted to pursue with uh, with Phoenix at six, like it's got to be contingent on like, is he available? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you don't. That nice part about an NBA is you don't do it until draft night at that time, so you can wait to see if your right. guy is there at six. If he's not, right. then you don't pull the trigger. Yeah, and you just I say, know. hey, like, like we agree to the parameters of this deal, and like, all right, here's what we want. But then yeah. all of a sudden, you know, whoever I forget who even has like Cleveland at five, who shouldn't take him because they have Sexton. 
I know. So I saw in the mock drafts, I saw him going five. And I was like, well, where do you have sex at? I, today it's the so only, weird in today's, you know, we always talk about position list. So those two probably could. Kobe White is six five. I didn't know that. Is he really? I mean, he, you could. You could run both of them out there because I mean, I guess you could. Too. I've also heard Cleveland's shopping that pick too, though. Yeah, dude, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff going on tomorrow. So if, if you're if you're one of these teams looking to move to four to get Garland, you're probably also looking at going to five to get White. Correct, because they're both same position. That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, God, you're going to have to give up. Then that's probably why people are saying a Kogi Sarich and the eleven because other teams are probably offering just as much. Right. To move up. Right. Yeah, I didn't. And I don't know if that package is better than others. I, I think it's fair. It seems but. fair to me. But like we were just saying, like, I don't see how the Pelicans, how it makes their team better. No, I'd, I'd, someone will come in with a better deal. Yeah. It, the, the, the part of the, you know, like Okogi is a, a valuable trade piece. But like we just said, he is the same player as the three guys they just got. He's identical to Josh Hart, except yeah. he can shoot a little bit better right now. Right. <laughs> so Okogi's like see. four years younger, but still. Yeah, I mean, I would love for us to make these moves, but I just don't see it. I don't either. And with that many teams being involved and wanting to move up, someone's gonna offer. Someone's gonna offer more. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's talk draft. We know we know Zion's one. We know Jaws two. Um, what do you think about Jaw? What What do you think of his? What is his uh, ceiling? Um, what is his NBA comp? What do you think about Morant? I, I actually saw, I think, two or three of his games live because they put Murray State on like ESPNU towards the end of the year, and I watched his conference tournament. Um, I saw people saying a little Westbrook, which I agree, but obviously he can shoot a thousand times better, and he's not Yeah, no, that's, as, that's that's the easy comp. Yeah, and he's not quite as athletic, let's be honest, as Westbrook. I mean, he's well, not no, God, no. as explosive yet. Uh, comparison in the NBA besides Westbrook, man. I don't know if there is one. There really isn't. I mean, I because he's gonna like, be he's gonna be a one, right? I would think. I I mean, you know, who was a one coming out of college that was somewhat similar, but not as athletic was C.J. McCollum. Sure. It's kind of similar, you know. Good mid range game, good pick and roll guy at Lehigh. He played point. I mean, he always brought the ball. Right. He still does sometimes. Well, that's because he but... played at Lehigh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could have been six ten in the center if he was actually. Yeah, but no, no, I, that's I, that's, I that's, that's a decent him. comp. Yeah, I kind of thought of him just like mid range, good shooter. It feels like it, he feels like Russ before Russ started to like almost yeah. like uh, you know uh, almost do his own thing. Like I'm gonna do me kind of thing. Correct, and yeah, it took time. It took three or four years for Russ to develop into what he was. Yeah, I could see him easily being Russ, like Russ's first two or three years. And then after that, I don't know, Russ got huge. I mean, he's strong. He got well. huge, and he basically decided, I'm just going to, like, I mean, he I mean, he averages triple-double, so it's hard to say this, but it feels like he's just looking to get his all the time. And he is. And I, I, feel like ja, I feel like Ja, like, he's such a more, like, team-centric guy from the couple games I've seen him play. Yeah, even at Murray State, I mean, he could have easily shot 25 times a game. There were games that he did. I looked through his game log, actually, like probably a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, fuck, the guy averaged like six assists in college. That's a lot. That yeah, is a lot, especially at Murray State. not passing anybody good at Murray State. So, I, yeah, I think he's more of a true point guard than Westbrook is. Um, better shooter for sure. Yeah. 
But yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's like you too. I, I always, I've said Westbrook's not going to win a title since day one just because no, of the way he plays. There's no way. But he is, he's damn good. He's, he's a very good basketball player, but he, it's hard to put guys around him because he's so focused on him. Correct. That's even like you read stuff and it's like, oh, he told me to learn, you know, he wanted to get this defensive rebound on the free throw to get his bubble. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. I get it. Well, and that's it's a great stat to have. Like, it doesn't really matter. Isn't a ring more important than that? <laughs> yeah. What's well, it? I think that some people it is, but some it's not though. No, yeah, you're right. I think there's by half, at least half. I think at least half the NBA, if not, maybe don't really give a shit about the ring. Well, and you hear that about Harden too, which makes it all the more sense when they traded him in OKC that they couldn't have him and Westbrook play together. Yeah, because they all all they want to do is fucking have the ball at the end of the game. And and to be honest, they were the second and third best players on the team. Correct. <laughs> they shouldn't have had the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and Durant. And, and hard, he kind of bothers me too. Oh. Yeah, all these stats are great. They're great. They're they're Hall of Fame type players. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I, I just don't think that brand of basketball is going to win you a title. And no, Kawhi showed chance. that. Kawhi yeah, showed exactly. That this year. You're right. He shot 25 times some games when he had to, but then he would shoot 13 times. Westbrook don't do that See, in the playoffs. He shoots thirty times every damn game. He and he, uh, Kawhi is like the the most interesting like superstar in the you know recent history because of what you just said. Like he has games where he goes for almost forty, and like he'll grab like ten boards and stuff like that yeah. too. But then he has games where he goes for like twenty five, six, six, and two or something like that. Correct. But it was just because that was the flow of the game. That was what it called for. Like. Or, like, uh, Lowry got hot, so he fed him. Or, you know, a, a Siakam got hot, so he fed him. Like, he's – God, he's good. He just plays basketball, right? Unless yeah, they asked right, him about that right. Shot. Now, I still think he should have taken that shot against Golden State, the one that He Lowry 100% did. should have. But they asked him in the press conference, and he was damn right. They're like – he's like That was the best play. And he's like, they ran two guys at me. Yeah. He's like, I just made the basketball play. I saw a guy and that he was did. wide open, and he passed it to him. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty simple. It, and it is, and it, it's like we overthink things so much, and we're so used to uh, these guys, you know, trying to play hero ball and always be the guy that takes the shot. But, like, you even look at, like, the best of the best, like your Kobe's, Le- LeBron's, et-, et cetera, like their, their percentages of, like, uh, game-winning shots or, you know, last 10, 15-second shots, they're not good. No, it's terrible. They well, like, some, I know, yeah. What they so say, good, Steph is, takes Steph, in the playoffs. Yeah, in the playoffs, Steph Curry has never hit a shot with less than twenty seconds to go in a in a like close game. I know, under twenty seconds, he's zero for eight playoff games, and I hate, I hate it because I love Steph, but they're right. Mean, but because he probably forces it though. Yeah, and he's probably I mean half of those he's taking you know thirty two footers probably you know what I mean thirty two footers contested or like yeah. two guys, but that's that's where Kawhi's like, well, if I have two guys on me, somebody else is open, I'm gonna pass right. it to him like. Him shooting wide open is better than me shooting with two guys on me. Yeah. Regardless of is. who that guy is. He's still an NBA player. He's in the 1% of Correct. all basketball players. Yeah, and it is refreshing watching him play, to be honest. It's because there's, there's not many super – probably none. You're right. He's probably the most interesting superstar that maybe I've ever seen, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so different than everybody else you see. Because, like, yeah, he doesn't want to get his, but he can whenever he wants. Like, it's, it's a yeah. weird thing. It is, because, like, Kobe, even through the flow of a game, he'd score 38. He'd be like, man, he took, like, eight terrible shots. Why didn't he take that In the fourth quarter. (laughs) Yeah. 
And Quietus doesn't take bad shots. He may miss some. He might have an off night. But they're good shots. Almost every one of his shots is a high-quality shot. Right. All right, so let's go back through the draft. So we, we got through two, uh, ja, three, four. We know it's some, some combination of Barrett and Garland. Yeah, I saw uh, – I didn't watch the Twins game. It just came on the ticker that uh, Woj said that the Knicks are locked in on R.J. Barrett. As they should be. Uh, I think they said they, they brought in Garland for a workout on Friday, I want to say it was. Yeah, they um, did just recently here, right? Last second. And then, and then it came out that it was like as a um, – it was a favor to his agent. Like somebody in the Knicks organization <laughs> knows his agent and it was a favor to his agent to build up his like status essentially like, yeah. Oh, he might go three. You yeah. better come get him at four. Yeah. And it, and it, it is, yeah, it's just the drama series. And right. these well, NBA guys have this, you know, this guy knows this guy, this guy's uncle, you know, runs his, right. Camp. It's, a, it's so fucking random to me, but it is what it is. I, I was interested, though. Uh, so I was listening to 1500 and uh, Doogie was on and I didn't know this. But uh, um, speaking of Friday workouts, uh, Kobe White came in and worked out for the Wolves like a full workout. Really? Like not just an interview. He came and did like a physical. He did a workout. He you know ran through all these drills, this and that. And I mean, he's supposed to go no later than eight. Right. Like probably closer to like five, six, seven. Yeah, for sure. And, that, and they ran workouts, through a full workout, though. And yeah, like, because they, they can decline to work out for teams. Yeah. Right? Well, they said he went to, shoot, what was it, Washington, I think it is, who has what, seven? Yep. And he said they just did an interview. He didn't even work out for Washington. Really? But we have 11, and he did a full physical and a workout. That's kind of awkward. And that's where Doogie said he thinks that's where we're, that Phoenix team is coming from, or that trade with Phoenix at six. Yeah, something must be going on then, for sure. Yeah. At least there's talks for sure, obviously. There, I mean, there's at least a little bit of smoke. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise he wouldn't, there's no way he would have came in here and risked working out full on, you know. Oh, his, his agent would have never let shit. him. Yeah, no, there's no chance. So there's got to be at least huh. a little something there. I would love it. I'd oh, my God, it would be great. That's the guy I want. Honestly, I've seen a little video on Garland. He looks great, but I take the guy that played the whole season. I know he's injury-free, and I know what he is. I, mean, I saw him for a whole college season. He's he's damn good. Yeah, no, and uh, yeah, like you said, like it, it might, Garland might end up being better, but I'll take the I'll, I'll roll the dice on the guy who played, and it's a less uh, of a haul that we have to give up, like yeah. we were just talking about. Yeah, if we can keep uh, Sarich and Akogi, I, I mean, that's just depth. I mean, if you get rid of or those two. Even if you get rid of one or the other instead of both. Correct, because I looked at our roster, man. If, if we traded both those dudes and got a rookie, our, <laughs> our like, 8, 9, 10 guys would be garbage. Oh, yeah, you're in trouble because you're already possibly losing ties. I, I don't like that. Which sucks, but, I mean. Yeah, what's the maybe? word on him? I know he was a buzz for, like, like two months ago, but not, I, mean, I haven't heard anything in Last uh, I've heard days. I've heard Phoenix likes him a lot. Really? Yeah. That's the thing. Someone's gonna pay him ten mil. I th- I think a year. God, that's a lot for what he does. It is. It is. It is. But you know, he had that. He has that assist turnover ratio. Yeah, I mean, no, he hasn't turned the ball. Very, I I still feel like he's destined to be a backup point guard. Like I don't he see. Is. He's not a starting point guard, especially not on a playoff team. No, he'd be a starter. He'd only be a starter if you had, like, on a really, really, really good team. 
and he was just kind of the guy. All you're doing is literally bring up the ball, get us into the offense, and fucking work your ass off on defense. Right. There's and even then, like even then, he's a little bit of a liability because he is like that guy that like somebody can sag off of and things like that. Yeah, and he's undersized. Right. For today's game, so yeah. So he's gonna I, get abused on the other end. Yeah, he's tough because I I like him being a minute just Minnesota kid, obviously. But right. I thought someone was gonna give him ten mil, and that's where I would stop if I were the Wolves. I wouldn't go any. Oh, boxes. God no! I'd I'd go way under that. But yeah. I mean, maybe you can talk him into the hometown discount or something like that. But. So what is he a restricted free agent or unrestricted? I want to say he's unrestricted. So he's just out there right now. I think so. I, I'm not. I don't want to be quoted on that, but I think that's right. Yeah, I think it is too. I think that's that's why there was so much talk like two months ago because they're like, well, are we going to get him back? And they're talking about what it's going to cost, and it kind of just fizzled. So he, I'm sure he's. Been I mean, we just we have no money, so he has if he wants to come back here, or if we can talk him into coming back here, like. It's got to be on a very discounted deal. Like maybe I don't know how NBA contracts work. Like, can they can they work like uh, say like a baseball contract where you can like super load like incentives? Like, all right, well if yeah. you play X many minutes, if you have you know X you know turnover uh, yeah. to assist ratio, like that kind of stuff. I think they I think they can, and I don't know what do, what do you even what's fair for here to sign them three for twenty five? <sighs> yeah, is. Oh God, yeah. It's hard. He he's really hard for me because, like I said, I love him. I love his game just because he's a true point guard, which you don't see much of anymore. I was but gonna say three twenty. Yeah, that's probably fair. I mean, it's fair. He can't score it, really. I mean, somebody's gonna offer him more. Let's someone be is. Yeah, someone's gonna. Someone's gonna. I don't think the Wolves can go higher than three twenty. No, someone's gonna with their current salary cap and that kind of stuff. Like, I don't think we can. And if somebody comes at him with, like you said, three twenty-five or three thirty, he has to take it. Yeah, and he's and I don't blame him. No, God, people are gonna be like, "Oh, why didn't you stay? It's only like eight million dollars." Well, this is his only good contract. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, says the guy on Twitter making forty-five thousand dollars a year. I I know that's that's why it's so funny. NBA Twitter, it's like, "Oh, you could have came here for we offered three for twenty-three, only got three for 30. It's like, "Well, dude, it's seven million dollars. It's like a fifty percent increase." Yeah, like yeah, extrapolate it to like your job. Like you make you know fifty thousand dollars a year. And if somebody instead of you know three for one fifty offered you three for like three hundred, what would you? Yeah, do? you're going. You're gone. Yeah, it's real easy. Yeah, that's yeah. He's he's been tough for me because me and my brother are talking about it too with him and who we should keep and stuff. I I love to have him, but I wouldn't go more than eight million a year. Yeah, no, I I don't think I can do it. Um, I think given the choice, I think I would I would trade Sarge. I don't really like Sarge. And he has uh, a little bit of diva to him. And, you know, it, it. he looked like he was 100 years old when he came to us, which is weird because that playoffs the year before in Philly, he was yeah. good. That well, whole he bitched about he how he's good. a starter and this and that. And it's like, yeah, okay, bothers me. maybe. Yeah, it's like, well, we have to start you to get your best. That's annoying. Right. So, like, if, if, if given the option, which who knows if we have the option, but if given the option, if you're going to go up to six to go get white, if you could go 11 and Sarge, count me in. Yes, I would rather keep a Kogi. But even if it if it costs a Kogi, I'm still in. Yeah, I probably would. If it's just a Kogi and the 11 to get white, I would do it. And like I said, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm personally in the camp that likes white over Garland, personally. But they're close. They're both going to be good, I think. 
Well, and if you look at NBA draft experts, they say after the first three, maybe four, if you include Garland, like they said, basically like everybody from five through like 10 is exactly the same. And everybody like 11 through like 30 essentially is the same. Like, uh, what do they call it? A flat draft. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, and you're going to, there's going to be a couple all-stars pick somewhere in there. You better, you hope to pick right. Cause they're, they're going to be, yeah, you got to scout right and pick right. But it's hard because I agree. I've looked at it too, and I I think, I think even like eight to thirty, to be honest, is pretty damn similar. All right, so let's do this for our, our last segment here. Um, let's say the wolves don't move up. Like we just talked about how tough it's going to be for us to move up with these yeah. trades. Let's say we stick at eleven. Who do you want? <laughs> oh man, I I want uh, a guy that was higher up projected a few months ago i i think he's has potential to be an all-star is rui hachimura from gonzaga that's nba draft.net has us taking him right now do they really yep i haven't looked in a few days I, they up that they update that thing like daily daily they update that thing like hourly hourly <laughs> <laughs> is that who they have us yeah and I, yeah I, as I, when i checked earlier today that's what it was yeah, and I know he was gonna be like the number three or four pick there for a while, like end of the towards the end of the college season. Right. So it's probably one of those things. Oh, he didn't test well. Well, I don't give a fuck. I watch these guys on TV. Ed, you gotta do some eye test too in this stuff. It's just like the NFL Combine. Too many numbers and shit. Just watch the film. Right. You can see who's good. I don't know. I think he has a little bit of like a at eleven, like a Harrison Barnes type game, which at eleven okay. I would take. Which at 11, I would take, for sure. All right, so I'm going to throw some names at you uh, from what I've seen, and like uh, whether it's been like just conversation or mock drafts or things like that. And uh, give me your initial thoughts on these guys at 11. You okay. ready? Yep. Uh, Brandon Clark from Georgia, or uh, Gonzaga. Love him. I think, he's, I think he's honestly ready, one of the most ready guys immediately to make an impact. He's a hell of an athlete. Rebounds. I think he's one of those guys that can switch pick and rolls. He can contain a point guard, stay in front of him. I think that's huge in today's game. Not many bigs can do that. Um, yeah, I think he can develop. He's got a nice mid-range game already. He's never going to be a 20-point scorer, but I can see him being a 12-point, you know, eight-rebound, good defensive guy. I, I definitely could see him being a starter in two, three years. All right. I'm going to counterpoint you. Um, I think he sucks. <laughs> um he's he's six eight his wingspan is six seven yeah see i'm not i'm not a combine guy so we, okay that but it does that does make a difference though that's that's a big deal um i think he's young taj gibson taj gibson i mean yeah wh- well what wasn't young if, taj you're looking, gibson if you're looking damn to, uh, if you're looking to improve though like Taj Gibson's a great player. Like he, he does what he does. He's a good role player. He has a, a yeah. niche. He's an NBA player. But if you're the Wolves and you have, you know, we're entering into Carl Anthony Towns's uh, Towns's uh, prime, and you're looking to make the playoffs, hopefully, or at least compete for it. Does Brandon Clark move the needle? So what I get out of what you're saying is you're looking for more. You're looking to take more of a risk that a guy has a way higher ceiling. I think you have safe to. Guy. I think yeah. you have to. And I have no problem with that. I just no, hope I the just... Wolves front office can finally get it right for once. Well, and we got a new front office, so I'll, I'll, I'll let them take a chance and see what happens. But 
I feel like Brandon Clark is like he's he's the safe pick. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. I he's a rotation guy, but I mean, he's not changing your team. No. Do you have anybody in mind that you really like there if we stay there? Uh, you know, um, my first thought that I uh, think is uh, Nasir Little. Yeah, I saw he, I think he's kind of projected right behind us or right around us, right? Yeah. Yeah, and see, the only reason Mo freaking is a diehard UNC fan and he doesn't like Nasir Little. So that's. <laughs> That's when I'm like, the guy worships everyone from UNC. He doesn't like this year a little bit. Well, because he, because up, he right? came in with a ton of hype and didn't live up to it. Yeah, he didn't do much, did he? But how often have you seen guys that, like, don't live up to the the prospect hype they got in high school, and then yeah. they go to the league, and they just they have a different t- style of game kind of thing? Yeah, I agree. And th- it's there's possible. another guy there that I like a lot that is kind of that same type, is that Kevin Porter Jr. from USC. I like him too. Yeah, I, I do like that. Uh, I feel like if we want him, I feel like we should almost trade down, though. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like teams. eleven is a reach for him. Yeah, honestly, if we stay at eleven, I I like moving down and yeah. you know get getting an asset of some sort, whatever that may be. If it's a conditional second rounder or something somewhere later, you know, two thousand twenty-two yeah. or something. But like you said, yeah. picking at eleven is no different than picking at sixteen, really. It's it's really not so at that point. Like if you feel like you can get the same guy you wanted eleven at sixteen, and you can add a a, a flyer yes. in the second round, why not? Yep, I agree hundred um, percent. There's speak- one guy that's super intriguing to me, and you can tell me what you think. I I got two. I got two. So let's see if you got one of them. Well, you might be. Yeah, I probably there might be. One, we might be have one of the same. Bull bull. Oh, I wasn't going there. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I the only thing I've ever the things I was reading this week were that. Just, you know, you always get that narrative. Oh, does he really want to play the game of basketball? Does he love it? Well, at 11, I don't really give a shit if he's that good. If he can be that freaking good at 7-3. I don't know. I think his ceiling's as high as the next guy there. Uh, that's a that's a super – you know what that, that reminds me of? That reminds me of Kevin Garnett. <laughs> I know. It, it's, it's a dumb – it's a super dumb comparison. Like, I'll admit that, like – but when, like when we drafted KG, like uh, it was one of those things where like you don't take high school players, yeah, like, don't do that, um, like yeah. you know, because there were so many at that point, you know, for every Kobe Bryant, there was like you know four or five other busts. Yeah, there was a ton of them. Um, so you really had to roll the dice and be like, I think this guy could be something. I think that's bull bull. It's like you you got to roll the dice. Like it's he's a a, a boomer bust. He's either gonna be like this like transformational player that <laughs> is a seven, three guy that, you know, pick and pop and it's threes. Seven, but can three also, and, yeah. Yeah. But you know, like, like you, we've never seen anybody, his size with his skill set, yeah, or I mean, maybe I, he's just not good in Who knows? Or he's brittle and he's Yao Ming and he breaks his foot. Yeah. All the time. I think that I, the problem I have with him is I don't, he's never going to make it through an 82 game season. You're going to have to have load management with him immediately. Right. Type of guy where he sits, you know, every third game type thing. I think you have to. I think he's going to be a right. I'll tell you. All right. So I got two guys that I, I like it from, again, I like because I've heard other people talk about him. I'm not going to pretend like I know a lot about yeah. that shit, but um, Tyler Hero. Love. Yeah. Love. That's, honestly, that's my pick. And I know, like, it sounds like it's a reach at 11 because it sounds like he's probably in more like the 15 range. But like you just said, like everybody from 10 to 30 is the same. 
Yeah, I I, I love. There's him. no in this draft. There's no reaching. Oh, a, a is a Kentucky guy, and they always they always translate well. They just do under. But Paul. he fills the need. We need a yes. three point shooter. We need a shooter. We haven't had a shooter here since I don't even know. And he's super young. I get that. Like he's like nineteen or twenty or something like that. Yeah. But he, he guard the best. But he guard the best uh, player on the other team. Yep. Throughout the whole NCAA playoffs. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I. That's my. That's my favorite three pick and D guy. Yep. I think he's a perfect three and D guy. Yeah, that's my, that's my absolute, my absolutely favorite pick at 11 because he, at the very least, he can come off the bench and hit threes, and we don't have a guy that can do that. Yep, in today's game, that's obviously And like you said, important. if he can even be a defensive, uh, uh, you know, asset, like, we could use that too. Yes. Lord knows we don't have a lot of defense on this team. No, zero. Although defense. Covington coming back does help. But yeah, still. I always... I keep forgetting about him, to be honest. I know, right? I think that's like the X factor that everybody forgets about with the Wolves is that Covington is freaking good. Yeah, he is good. He, he just need to get out of Philly. He is good. Yeah. I keep forgetting about him. So Hero's my favorite. Uh, if if I want to go roll the dice, you talked about roll the dice with Bull Bull. I think I want to take the uh, the kid out of France. Yeah, and I don't even know his name. I don't know any. To be honest, I, I have it. I have it in front of me, and I'm still not going to pronounce it right. Demboya. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds right. And he's another kid. He's 18 or something like that. Like he's super young, and that's I heard that's the uh, the knock against him though is that Towns is ready like right now, and like this kid might take like three years to get you yeah. know to develop. What is what? What kind of player? What kind of position? I I know nothing about him. He's he's a, he's a tall three four. Let's call it. So perfect um, for today's game. Well, and I mean the easy comp is Giannis. Yeah. I mean the, same yeah. country, same yeah. build, this and that. But I mean you can't just like say like oh he's going to be Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, nobody knew Giannis was going to turn into the best player. Yeah, for, for God's sakes, like so. Yeah, so that's an easy like know. lazy comp. But like if he's there, he's there. I don't know. Like I just I've heard some good things about him and things like that, and seen some tape and stuff like that. But no, my my pick is my pick is uh, Tyler Hero. Yeah, I'd have I'd honestly would have zero issues with that. I would. I think he fits perfectly, to be honest. And God forbid we need shooting. Well, like I said, like the like we were talking about, like at this point, like if we can't move up, and you're just stuck in that eleven spot, so you're stuck in that like range of everybody's the same. So just pick what you need. We need shooting. We don't need like a power forward like Brandon Clark that can like get rebounds and maybe play no. defense. Like that that doesn't help us like become something different. Yeah, and are you a guy like? At eleven, do you do you like drafting for need or do you like just drafting best available guy? So this is funny. Uh, in in an NFL draft, I want to draft honestly for need. Like yeah. like the Vikes had to take a a guard because or a O lineman because that was what we needed. Yeah. In, in the NBA, there's, I mean, you have needs, but. Uh, God, it's it's really hard to take a need guy just because, like, you could be stretching yourself really thin. But this year, I think, is different. Like, normally, yeah. I would say just take best available and just play ball. Yeah. But I think this year, because everything is, seems so equal, like, there's no – nobody stands out. Like, you have your top three. You could even argue top four with Garland. 
And I almost think Kobe White's in like a category by himself at five. Yeah, I, I agree. And then after five, it's the same guy. Like it just from from six through twenty, it's it's what do you need? Do you do you want to roll the dice yeah. with Bull Bull and say he's you know transformational? Do you need a, a rotational guy like Brandon Clark? Do you need you know a, a shooter or well, who's supposed to be a shooter? I should say in uh, that Romeo Langford from uh, Indiana. Do you need? Yep. Do you want to say like I'm gonna take the chance on the pedigree of Nasir Little? Um, like it, it's it's all depending on your opinion of those guys, like I feel like everybody is the same. It's just your opinion and your need. So this year I would say go need. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with you. I think there's instances where you go best of others instances where you take need. Like you said, if ever good luck picking the all-star from 11 to 30, it's going to be oh really my God. hard. There's, there's going to be, couple, but there's going to be three or four like studs and all-stars and things like that. And good luck picking which one it is. Correct. So I kind of agree with you. So I mean, if you don't think you're going to really have that all-star, you have it locked in on who that is, then I would take for, I would draft for need. And that's where hero comes in. Yeah. He's perfect. He I can agree. shoot the ball. Like if nothing else, he can shoot the ball. You know, he's going to play hard. He gets the, I mean, he gets the game already. He's underneath the call. All those Kentucky guys end up being freaking good. Oh yeah. I mean, if he's, even if he's just a bench guy who, can play like you said a three and D guy off the bench. We don't have that. No, he's and he's got good size. Yeah, yeah, good size for us. So that's that's hundred percent my pick if if I'm making the pick. But these guys know way more than I do. So obviously, <laughs> I was watching that shit yesterday on ESPN. You it they just they just have like a scrimmage and then they're just like interviewing guys off to the side like Billis and there's so much shit that goes in. This guy's running the shuttle run and shit. I'm like, what the Which, hell? Why? Why? I ran the <laughs> shuttle run in fourth grade. I know. It took these dudes like two seconds because their steps are so big. They literally like shuffled twice, ran, sprinted, and it was over. They ran the shuttle in like three five or three. And it's like, what What does that tell you? Yeah, I don't get that either, but he can, he can slide over and help on D quicker than the next guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> if, if he has long legs, he can shuffle faster. I know. I, I, I was watching. I'm like, this is getting ridiculous. This NBA stuff. But they, you know, it's it, the NFL does the same thing. The combine comes on, and the NFL channel has 24 seven access. Well, yeah, it's like dissecting a, every it's, little. It's thing. a week straight of dudes working out. Yeah. Like right. I'll never understand. At least I'll give the NBA credit. At least they in the NBA draft combine, they at least like play ball. Like they go five on five. Yeah. And that's why it was nice. That's why I liked it because they're they're just playing like a scrimmage. There's refs out there and shit, obviously, but yeah, well, because the like refs are just getting work in too. Yeah, they had some. And they, you could tell they had the NBA flavor going. It was high pick and roll type shit stuff. Yeah, and that's see. what you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was. I like the stuff. It's just say uh, it gets not. It's like Jesus Christ. Do we have to? Watch? I mean, I like watching it for like an hour, but Christ, after like an hour, it's like Jesus. What else can they nitpick about this guy? Yeah, and like like everybody complains about the uh, NFL combine, even though like everybody watches it, like it, it gets really high ratings for, <laughs> for workouts essentially. And all those it guys is do cool, is like but... literally like practice drills, like the same shit I do with my like eighth grade football team in August. Like it's the same thing. And we're all watching it. Like, Ooh, look at that guy. Has him go run five on five and go play ball. Yeah, just put a if you want that, just put a camera in their weight room during the year, and we can watch them yeah. do all their little lifts and all that shit. 
No, yeah. it'll be fun. So, uh, so we got the draft tomorrow, and uh, I assume we'll we'll cast, if not tomorrow, this weekend for sure, and react. Yeah, we ha- we have to because I think there's going to be a lot of action. I think there's going to be a lot of action. I think this is going to be yeah, like you said, like I think every pick after three is up for grabs. I agree, and I you know what? I, all I'm hoping for the Wolves just one time. Find that Draymond Green or Manu Ginobili in the second round. Just one time can we draft properly. And what are we picking, 44, something like and, that? Yeah, and let's be honest, and I agree. I mean, that it, it's some of it's luck. It just No, is. not some of it. All of it? All of it. Unless you draft one, two, or, you know, like the top spot. Like when we pick Towns, I don't even consider that a great pick. Like that was no, not that was pick. That was the pick. Yeah, no matter who drafted there, they were taking Carl Towns. Right. That's just what was happening. So I don't even consider that, like, the master. Garnett was a pick. great pick. Correct. Great pick. You Johnny rolled Flynn the dice and you won. Yeah. 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 I don't even consider Rubio a terrible pick. I, I Obviously, the hindsight uh, no, stuff was to there. Be honest, but at the time, everybody was hyped about Rubio. That was a good pick. Huge. And they were with Flynn too. I mean, I didn't even I didn't even have a problem when they drafted those guys, to be honest. But I mean, it turned out the shitty. the Flynn thing always confused me, just because you had just taken a point guard. Like I knew Rubio wasn't coming for a year or two, but like, yeah, y- you can fill in with like a veteran point guard until your like overseas guy comes. Like I didn't think the need for a second point guard was there, but like, it's fine, whatever. But like, yeah, the Wolves have a history of like picking guys that seem obvious and don't work out. Yeah, it's just, and it's been too long. This, I mean, let's get lucky one time. It's a big year for it. You got to yeah. build around Towns. All right, he's going to walk after it, three, it, three, four years. If we're not say, good. Got, what is he, what does he have? Three years, four years left on this deal? I, I think four more or three Kay. more, three or four. But like if said, you don't do something option. significant soon, he's walking. Yeah. Or I mean, even, I mean, honestly, he might demand a trade because that's what these guys do. They do. And you know what? After six, seven years, if you're like a, you know, you're a Towns and you've made the playoffs once, it was as an eight seed and you're out in the first round, I would want to leave too. I, oh, no, I don't blame him at all. Yeah. And at least he, he was probably, I mean, at least with Butler, at least they tried. I know it didn't and, work and he was a jackass, but at least they did something. Yep, exactly. I, I 100% agree. I mean, I, I don't blame him for trying. And I loved it. When they made the trade, I absolutely loved the deal. Well, everybody did. And then Jimmy gave out his phone number at the press conference and the whole thing. It was great. Yeah, it was. And it didn't work out fine. You move on, but... Exactly. You, like, you can't, you can't dwell on it. You can't be scared now to make that move, though, again. Right. And you can't dwell on it and be like, well, remember when we tried with Jimmy? Exactly. No, fine. It happens. It's like David Ortiz. It happens. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> oh, I can't... Yeah, did you see that shit today? Now they're coming out and saying that he wasn't the target. I uh, don't believe that for a second. I don't either. Someone's paying off somebody. Yes. Yes. But anyways, no, no. So we got, we got draft tomorrow. I, I mean, like you said, one of these years, we got to actually hit on somebody. We've had so many like Wes Johnson's and Derek Williams <laughs> and, you know, people like Wes that. that Johnson just... was horrible too. Wasn't he the three pick? Yeah. Uh, I want to say it was like four or five or something like that. Four. four. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, we've had so many guys that like, Seemed like a decent pick at the time, like or even an obvious pick at the time. It just and, didn't pan out, right? And like like we said, some of it outside long. outside of KG, we have not had one draft pick work out. You can't, like I said, you can't count Wiggins or Towns because they were more or less consensus number one picks. Yeah, I get it. Obvious. 
like where you like were like, no, this is our guy. You went and got your guy. Correct. And he was the right guy. And we have not done that since ever. Yeah. And that's you at 11. Like you said, there's going to be two or three all stars somewhere in that like 11 to 20 range. You have to be right. Your scouts have to be right. Yeah. Just pick one year where you have a good first round and actually your second rounder becomes a player. Even if it's a role player. And and to be honest, didn't wasn't Tyus a second rounder? Uh no, we traded up late first. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Late first. Now it was fine. I mean, he's fine for a late first. I think he's I mean, fine. But he's going to be a he's going to be a career. It's like an all star. Yeah, no, I mean Tyus is going to be a career NBA like backup. Yeah, I want to hit like a Chris Middleton. Yes. Type shit like something like yeah. that. Draymond, you know, I, I mean, I'm not looking for a, necessarily an all-star, but just have two picks that come in and are actually become good players. I'll be honest. At this point, just pick the right guy at 11 even. Like, yeah. don't move – even if they don't move up. If they move up, great. But if they don't move up, just, like, hit on one goddamn draft pick. Yeah, just get lucky. Right? Like, even Josh Okoge, I know he was 20 or whatever we picked last year, but he's not great. No, he's not. I mean, he's, he's, a, fine he's a high energy fine. guy, and that's about it. Yeah, he's fine for where we drafted him, but I want to like hit hit. Like I'm. Yeah. No, I want. Like I want my twentieth pick to, like you said. I want my twentieth pick to be Manu Ginobili. Yeah. <laughs> Just once. That's how you. Yeah, literally. That's how you. And this is this is the time to hit it. Like if yes. if you ever can hit that like mid first round pick that turns out to be a stud, this yes. is the time to do it because you've got. Carl, you you got the yeah. right mix. You do. I mean, you got you got the stud already. Towns is a top, what, fifteen player, ten, whatever, sure. whatever you want to call. Ah, uh, fifteen. He's fifteen, probably, whatever. I don't he's think a, I can put him in ten. Probably not ten, but fifteen. I mean, he's a, yeah. he's a stud. He's the top fifteen. He, it, like I said, like we we forget about Covington as a, a role player who is a absolute like glue guy, that kind of thing. You never know what Wiggins can do, but at the very least, he's going to go like twenty points a game. So there you go. Yeah, um, and you have a go-to guy. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a go-to guy. And who knows? I mean, we're going to have some money to spend. Like, maybe, we, you know, who knows what we do. Like like I said, if we go get D'Angelo Russell, I don't think we we'll, can afford him. But, you know. You never know, though. That's, a, that's the NBA. Like, you follow that you know, worldwide wild, like he says, man. He's like, dude, never say never in the NBA. Because you just right. like, the shit that happens, nobody sees the shit coming. Yeah, so just, I mean, go get somebody, like, somebody even just halfway decent in free agency, actually hit on your first-round pick for the first time in forever, yeah. you know, and build with what you got right now. Like, yeah, I mean, I know the West, we talked about it, the West is going to be tough, but, man, like, at least make a play. Yeah, exactly. I agree. That's And if you hit if you hit the draft on, like, at 11 and now suddenly becomes a fucking all-star, you that's where your, you, you that's, change that's your franchise for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. That's the leap right there is you have yeah. the, the cornerstone and you hit on something like this, like the 11 pick becomes a stud. Correct. I mean, the Warriors weren't getting any players there before. They fucking drafted Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson. Those aren't free I was going to say, look at, their, look at those three picks, though. Like, Steph was, what, uh, the sixth or seventh, seventh pick? Seven. Okay. And Clay was, what, 11? I think 11, and then Draymond was like... And Draymond was a second rounder. Eighth or something. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's Not that's one is a top five pick. Great that uh, front office had been the last 10 years. It's unreal. Right. Right, but, I mean, 
So you don't, I mean, those guys hit on three. If we can hit on one. One. Just one. That's all I ask. One becomes an all-star. Just the number 11 pick. Become an all-star in four years. Yeah. Five years. Three years. So be, be good. Oh, let's right go now. Yeah, be good right away, please. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, make sure you shout out uh, Reed for tomorrow. Yeah, that was the last thing I was going to say. So, uh, Reed Lobster, uh, Coach Reed on Twitter, um, is going to be live tweeting the draft tomorrow. Uh, he's, you know, usually a staple on the podcast. But uh, uh, if you guys are listening to this right now, like, if you don't follow him, you should follow him. And he'll be uh, he'll be live tweeting. And, man, that guy's got a lot of – he's got a lot of good insight. I wish we could have had him on tonight, but – uh, he's got a lot of good insight when it comes to uh, NBA draft uh, talk and NBA talk in general. So uh, he'll be live tweeting tomorrow. I know, Dog, you said you're going to be uh, interacting, and I think I will too. Like, as long as the uh, kids behave, I'll be all about the draft tomorrow. Yep, I'll be all in. I'm sure me and Reed will be bantering back and forth. But yeah, we'll live tweet some uh, updates along the way, and we'll see what uh, the new front office pulls here, Adam. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun for both the Wolves and just the NBA in general tomorrow. It's going to be great. We'll, uh, all right. we'll, we'll chat we'll, tomorrow on Twitter, brother. Absolutely. We'll be all over Twitter tomorrow, and we'll, uh, we'll do some reactions this weekend. Sounds good, boss. All right, man. Have a good one. Later.